Welcome to the Sharing Our Journey podcast. It's a special episode uh, of the Sharing Our Journey podcast. We're actually doing this on video this time to uh, share with you uh, as we close the year 2022 out. Uh, and we're, we're wanting to reflect back as a, as a group of three uh, just in how God has led in this year. And man, if, if we go back to the start of 2022, it was uh, a start that was filled with, with adversity, some tough decisions. Um, not really sure at the start of the year if we thought we would be where we are now. Uh, so would you guys agree with that or is that yeah. a different sense for you? <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I, I don't know that if we knew if we would even be here at this point right, yeah. uh, in the year at all. But, um, yeah, 2020. We made it. I, it. Honestly, the beginning of the year and the end of the year feels like they were separate yeah. years. They, they, they do. It feels they like, like two different so years. Yeah. Um, but it's been an exciting year. It has. And we've seen the Lord do some incredible things. Incredible stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, things that you know we couldn't even imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, a year ago. Yeah. yeah. And that, I mean, all glory to God for that. Yeah. yeah. Praise, yeah. praise God for that because He's done some stuff that we could not have planned or or you know manifested yeah. on our own right. Like He has come in and done some incredible things. Yeah. And so I think, I think we just want to give Him some praise for that. Yeah. I think. Um, it, yeah. So a sentiment that I've heard expressed with our staff, leadership team, volunteers, you know, people just throughout our, our church community is um, there's a feeling of excitement. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a feeling of, of a joy that we are really experiencing a move of God. Mm-hmm. And that through 2022, uh, you know, we're going to talk about some of our favorite moments and uh, kind of highlights and things like that. But through the challenges of 2022, through the, the high points of 2022, we've seen God be so faithful. And um, we have got to watch God do some absolutely incredible things. And I'm excited to kind of reflect on that with y'all and see see where this conversation goes. And, and I hope that, you know, you watching or listening at home, you'll uh, maybe chime in, let us know some of your favorite moments from the year yeah. and all the great things that God has done. Uh, in this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And look, it, it started out with some hardships, some things that there's been things all along the way, I guess. Yeah. But sure. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> the beginning of the year, it was hard. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's, you know, God knows there's a reason why God says to be alert and sober minded. Yeah. Right. There's a reason why God says that your enemy, the devil, is prowling around like a lion seeking whom he may devour. And uh, and there's a reason why it says that our war is not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And there had been some things, like I look back at last January, mm-hmm. and um, we had a, we had a night of worship, and I think this just gives a good snapshot of uh, you know a little snapshot, uh, uh, even a thumbnail of um, <laughs> of some of the, some of the spiritual warfare that we've encountered. And we had this night of worship that we had multiple worship team members. Um, get sick, get COVID. Uh, we had a snowstorm come through that caused us to have to push it, um, push back the night. That caused us to have to um, move rehearsals. Um, it was like we had we uh, some of our people because it was pushed back. They were supposed to have to work. Our drummer is a firefighter. His schedule is very rigid. Yep. It's hard for him to um, get his dates moved. And we prayed mm-hmm. 
hard yeah. that um, his superior officers would allow him to move that date, and that happened. Um, but it was like one thing after another of this is not this is not working out. Like yeah. I was this close to canceling yeah. the thing just outright. Yeah. And um, the Lord just said, "No, be patient. Yeah. Wait, and I'm gonna handle it." And so, <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, we're trusting you with this." Yeah. And he came through and um, and made it all work out. And it was a great night. Yeah, it was awesome. a great night. And it really, I think, started to set the scene for the rest of the year. Um, and that wasn't anything that that any of the three of us did. It was the Lord moving and working in mm-hmm. people's lives that yeah. night. And it started. It's. I believe that that was a point where it started a little spark. Yeah. That has been blown into that blew into a brush fire that has started to sweep through yeah. our congregation. Yeah, certainly. And you know, we talk about the beginning of the year and the challenges we face. And of course, our church is still in the process of of seeking a new lead pastor. And that's you know what's going on. This you know kind of the elephant in the room. And that's something that our church walked through uh, in that season. And course there was nothing that was handled poorly or anything you know there's no hard feelings or anything like that but that's something that's scary for a church um something that can can put and incite fear in people sickness was something that certainly people have dealt with um you know several of our students came home from a trip early in the year and were sick i was sick early in the year and um just it really seemed getting the year off the ground was something that was really 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 hard to do of course uh y'all know i'm a kind of a space nerd and uh you think about the amount of thrust that's required to get a rocket out of the atmosphere is about 80 percent of the fuel that it takes for its entire trip mm-hmm. just get, and that's what that's really what what 2022 felt like was um those first couple months uh was just so much prayer and so much work and uh you know i'm Kind of our, our resident spreadsheet guy like i'm i like things color-coded and organized with extra columns um and first couple months of 2022 you, you kind of had to <laughs> delete those out of the spreadsheet you know they they didn't go as planned always um it w- wasn't always um exactly how we thought it would happen but really coming out of that it it was so good and the, so wonderful the best stuff always comes out of a time where it didn't work out like you think yeah, it's going to. truly True. Uh, that's been my experience in ministry since I was a kid. And yeah. my parents would take me on mission trips. You plan for months to go on a mission trip, and then you yeah. get there, and like you throw out all the plans because nothing goes like you think it's going to. Yeah. But the best stuff comes out of that because that's when you stop and you're like, okay, God, our best laid plans aren't working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to trust you completely in this moment to move. Yeah. And that's, that's what we've been striving to do. And not just us, but I think our church is come to a place where they are ready to do that yeah. and have been doing that um, in the in the latter part of this year specifically. So yeah. it's been just amazing to watch. I've never seen anything like it. Never. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. and I think that would be true of, of all of us because, I mean, yeah. And like you said, it feels like a different year. Altogether. It does. It, it, there are times I have to remind myself, oh, yeah, that was 2022 as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and, and, and as one who personally have gone through, t- I mean, technically I'm in my third position mm-hmm. with, within this church in the span of, of four years, three well, and a half. Well, but, but really, even if you just go back to men, like last July, I was still the youth pastor to, so a year and a half I've, I've gone into kind of three different roles. Yeah. Uh, and, and so there's times where it does feel like, oh, yeah, that was that was one year yeah. uh, rather than multiple. Um, but through all that, we've we've seen God move. We've seen uh, things. And even that worship night you were referring to, you know, if you, if you think about 
what was to come. That that worship night took place before we even knew that the lead pastor would be leaving. That was, mm-hmm. it, took, it was almost like that was that was the as hard as it was to get to that night with all the challenges. It was something that our our people and and we included needed to kind of have yeah. before we we walked through what we were going to walk through. Yeah, yeah, and then you know. Uh, the the struggle of of kind of getting this year off the ground, uh, of course, many of you know, included for my family personally, um, as as we were transitioning as a church um, on on February uh, the nineteenth, my father passed away unexpectedly. Of course, that added stress to these guys because you know anytime you remove a member of the team that you know obviously has family business and stuff going on that. That um, you know, it adds stress and pressure, and just you know, things were changing, and it was kind of a crazy time. But coming out of that, Jonathan, there was a, a moment specifically that I remember from this year that no one else in our church shared. But uh, I was driving over the causeway in Mobile, Alabama, going from Mobile County to Baldwin County. I called you, and uh, I had already been scheduled to preach on Easter. Um, this is something that we had already kind of worked through, and was just set up so that it fell that way. And I, I called Jonathan and uh, I said, hey, I, I know what God's leading me to to preach and, and to preach about on Easter. And as as we kind of got 2022 off the ground, uh, we were discussing the other day a, a moment where we kind of felt like we built to a moment and, and, and in some ways like a dam burst almost that, that um, we felt and experienced something was that Sunday, that Easter. And of course, uh, the message that, that God had, had given me and that, that you know our church has kind of repeatedly uh, seen and walked through was this message of the anchor of hope. And um, that, that in the darkest days of our lives, on the most difficult circumstances, some of which our church has experienced uh, in in recent days. Um, there, there's something that we can hold on to. That 2,000 years ago, a Jewish carpenter rose from the dead. And if that's true, then on the darkest days of our lives, we can have a real and solid hope to hold on to. And, you know, kind of coming out of the beginning of the year, I know that was a message that I needed. It was a message that, that was so true and important for me, but I think it was a message for our church. And I know that, that God really... Uh, worked and moved and and that that day that easter sunday really did feel like uh, a move of the spirit that was not a high point but really us setting ourselves up and god setting us up for what he was going to continue to do throughout the year Mm -hmm. yeah i'd say through the end of march the beginning of april there was this a a freedom Mm -hmm. in the spirit Mm -hmm. that started to rise mm-hmm. and then Easter Sunday it kind of exploded yeah mm-hmm. kind of exploded that that day and um, and it's like almost like we haven't looked back yeah. I haven't looked back since then yeah. just yeah. been yeah. going and been along for the ride right yeah 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 well and, and a couple of interesting things you brought up there too you know you brought up the word hope in in that sermon uh, but you and I have talked about, and, and Bo's been part of those conversations too, when you look back at every sermon series we had in 2022, the theme of hope is somewhere in that sermon series. Yeah. It may not be the overall theme of every one of them, but somewhere in there, hope. Yeah. And it's to the point where we've kind of looked at hope as being the word for 2022. Yeah. Um, and all those sermon series, just so our people uh listening to this or watching this know we we pray through those and we plan those so for 2022 we plan those in 2021 yeah. at the end of 2021 yeah uh even after all left the only the only change was we added the nehemiah ezra series mm-hmm. everything else was sermon Already series we had up. all planned through yep. uh, and prayed through um and so it's just interesting that that theme of hope was so prevalent with something god had put in our hearts in 2021 
for 2022. Uh, and even who's up, yeah. the rotation. The only thing that changed was I slid into a different role and you slid into into mine there. And so that Easter Sunday, was that was just the rotation, mm-hmm. right? It was like, it's David's Sunday. Yeah. Right? And, and it is truly amazing that God knew. Mm-hmm. God knew. God knew that, you know, on a day where we celebrate resurrection, I would still be grieving from death. Yeah. And it's amazing that something that's, that's so powerful and, and so important that we realize, you know, church is not just a, we show up for an event once a week and have a Jesus party and go home. But it, it really is when we when we bring together all that God has put inside of us, we see an outpouring uh, of God's spirit. And, and from that, you know, we experience God in ways that we never could have on our own. And I think that's something that God's shown me this year through through y'all, through you watching, through our community that, you know, God God blesses and multiplies, that together we are so much more because of, of how God works in, in community. And that's been such an encouragement to me this year. And, um, you know, that theme of, of us coming together uh, has been something you've seen mm-hmm. kind of throughout mm-hmm. Throughout this this calendar year, so much. Yeah, and, and I think I think to a large degree, what everybody has kind of rallied around in that sense of community, or you've brought up the word family uh, within the church, is that idea of hope. Mm-hmm. Like when we didn't know what else, we knew we could all center around Christ. Yeah, and the hope we have in Him, and that's that's. There were times where that was all we had to cling to. Yeah, and that was more than enough. Yeah, and and through those moments, I think we've we've learned to trust more in Him and to realize we don't need anything. Other other than hope in him. There's been some great things that have happened that that Bo mentioned one worship night already, but we had other worship nights throughout the year, at least one other, right? And one more, yeah. Uh, and I would even add in uh, the, the job that you and the team did when we when we were allowed, you know, we were blessed to host the National Day of Prayer service here yeah. for the community. Uh, and more recently, we had the community-wide uh, unity group service here, and mm-hmm. you and the team were able to lead in that. And, and I reflect back on those, every one of those, and, and think of how worshipful those moments were uh, with, with you and the team leading just because, one, y'all do a great job, but the presence of God was, was there at each one of those services. Um, and that wasn't to say that some of those didn't have their own set of challenges. Oh, they all did. <laughs> no, it's, it is amazing because it it is it's like Satan can smell when God's about to move, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he and he tries to pounce on it. Yeah. Because all of them had abnormal things <laughs> that yeah. went wrong right. that would not right. normally go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just that's just how it goes. That's just that he just does that, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's fine because God's bigger and God worked all of them out. You know what? All of them were great, yeah. Yeah. and He moved and people worshipped like authentically, and yeah. and you could feel mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. in that place. Yeah. What's really wonderful to me too, you know, coming out of Easter is something you alluded to earlier is I don't look back at Easter and see like, man, remember when everybody worshipped at Easter? <laughs> right. And then right. it's just, you know, it's gone back down since then, but it was like, no. there was a moment where you really recognized, hey, there's a newfound freedom right. in, in the Spirit to respond uh, in, in worship. And I've felt that ongoing. That's been something I experience yeah. weekly now. Yeah, I was like, Easter, it was like, kind of did this up to Easter and but now it's still gradually going yeah. like it's yeah. still people it's still are singing louder yeah. they're 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 singing even when we do a new song I hear people <laughs> yeah. singing and yeah. that has not always been the case and it's not even just about the singing it's really about the attitude behind the yeah. singing yeah. and the attitude is different yeah. people, God is changing hearts and minds mm-hmm. and uh, allowing allowing our congregation to experience him in a, in a fresh and, and new 
way. Yeah. Like he wants them to be experience him. Yeah. Like we're 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 learning to enjoy him. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just about coming here right. to follow the bouncing ball, <laughs> you know, for the sing along for a little bit and then sit back down and, and listen to somebody passively. It really we are we are learning as a church to enjoy God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is going to have a huge impact. Yeah. On how we minister to our city mm-hmm. yeah. in the coming year. I think coming out of that, what you've seen is our response to worship God has then, you know, something we say is that worship is our response. Yeah. That, you know, we, we believe in Jesus, but then coming out of that, we worship through song, we worship through baptism. And then what you've seen is people in that newfound freedom, in that desire to worship God, in that desire to be in the house of God, you've seen an outpouring of people who are now looking for opportunities mm-hmm. to serve others. And mm-hmm. we have seen God open so many doors um, we've, yeah. we've thought about some of those and some of our kind of favorites. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think about um, Adam Fest. Uh, I think that was in, in May yep. where God opened the door for us to just be a blessing to families in our community, have our Adam Fest Kids Zone. And, yeah. man, I, I thought that was an incredible uh, opportunity and, and just really enjoyed that that was made available to us, that God would allow us to do that. And then to see the response of, of people from our, our church who believed in that and said, yeah, I want to give my Saturday to come help families and help serve our city. Uh, you know, I, I think about that moment as kind of one of those hallmark moments where uh, I really saw God moving here in, in this place. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think, Bo, when you talked about enjoyment, who, who doesn't want to be around people who are having fun and who are enjoying yeah. whatever it is they're doing? And yeah. I think the enjoyment of God that we've experienced, our our being able to enjoy him more has created that that attitude or that emotion even when we go out and step into service areas because then people encounter truly joyful people. And they may not even know why yeah. we're joyful, right? That some of them may think we're crazy. <laughs> but some of us are crazy. Some of us so are. Uh, that might be an accurate <laughs> understanding. <laughs> but it has continued to present more and more opportunities and and our church has been blessed this year in the midst of, of all that God has done, one of the things He's done is continued to open more and more avenues uh, for us to love people, for the gospel to be shared through sources that just they, they get to know that, hey, this church showed up and did what they said they were going to do at, at this, so now mm-hmm. we can trust them with this. And it's, it's almost like it's biblical. You yeah. know, we, we, should, we were good stewards with what we were given, and yeah. we've been given more. I think I've read that somewhere yeah. in there. Seems, seems familiar. <laughs> seems, yeah, seems familiar. Seems very uh, familiar. But, you know, I would couple in with Adam Fest, uh, our, our kind of renewed emphasis on Main Street and the Friday nights on Main. Yeah. Um, and the relationships we've been able to build there. Uh, and, and one of my favorite Friday night on Main moments for the year was the first Friday night on the main, on Main. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harrodsburg First had been seeking some type of attraction type thing for kids and families. We, at the same time, were looking for a way to plug Vacation Bible School. And as a staff, we just had this what if yeah. moment of can, can we do a rock wall for kids to come and climb and it to be a spectacle on, on Main Street. Man, the moment about the rock wall that stands out the most, though, honestly, was was being able to stand up in a business meeting and say, hey, we feel we need to do this. We don't want to stress the budget, so we need people to step up and pay so that we can rent this rock wall. And people did. Yeah. Where we were able to pay for the rental of the rock wall without touching budget dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got there, and, and man, that could have gone wrong, too. The, the, the weather for Friday Night on Main could have been bad and, and yeah. canceled the event. 
so we had a backup plan as far as what to do with the wall if that happened. But it was a great night weather-wise. Mm-hmm. And we got promotion through social media by other groups to say, hey, look at what's on Main Street, this massive rock wall. And people showed up. And, man, that rock wall stayed busy from start to finish that night. Mm-hmm. And we were able to engage all these families and, and tell them about Vacation Bible School and, and just get to know some of them. Yeah, and and say hey, we we care about you and your kids. Have fun. Yeah, right. Uh, and and it was just a great way again to serve the city in in a, in a way that we would often view and say, well, that's kind of silly. Yeah, we did, all we did was show up with a rock wall, but it it provided opportunities. Yeah, and I think something you see out of that is our church and something that I'm constantly encouraged. Uh, about with, with our faith community here is we are committed not not just we we are committed to reaching the next generation mm-hmm. um, and out of you know that first Friday night on Maine coming into vacation Bible school which is honestly my favorite week of the whole year it's the best week of any year is vacation Bible school I love it um, it it's just the best um, but you know you saw uh, people come out and serve at VBS. And people take their time to be here. Why? Because it's a commitment that we've made to say, hey, if the next generation is our passion. We want to reach kids. We want to reach students. We want to reach college students. And, you know, VBS, throughout the whole summer, you saw that with a student group going to camp and a kids group going to camp. And um, our, our student night uh, that we had in the middle of July was so much fun and got to invite parents and, and younger kids and senior adults to come be a part of what kind of a Wednesday night would look like for us uh, on the regular. And then uh, through through the summer and even ending kind of our, our summer with helping Campbellsville Harrisburg students move in, mm-hmm. that commitment that 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 you all made, that the the people who are invested in this community said, "Hey, we're we're committed to reaching another generation." Um, yeah. That was such an exciting time. Which again is another thing that to me in my mind that that is God putting that on our right. hearts, and yeah. and I think the reason for that, and I'm going to say this as gently as I can. Is that these are confusing times, yes. especially for young people. Yeah. Yeah. And the Bible says that God is not the author of confusion, right. mm-hmm. that He is truth. Mm-hmm. And He wants them to know and walk and live in truth. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> I'm excited to see how He uses us to to do that yeah and you know i was uh speaking to our students uh a couple nights ago and something i said to them was it's it's never been harder to be a student it really has not it's never been harder uh to be a even an elementary school student the the challenges and the pressures and the questions and and the comparison and it's it's so heavy such a heavy heavy load that that young people are 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 bearing and um you know something that as we wrap up 2022 and look into 2023, something I'm so excited about is the way that God is using and positioning our church to reach the next generation, to build up families and to reach kids and to to reach students and to reach college students. It, it really is something exciting um, and incredible. And I look back at, at 2022 and just think about how good God has been in, in our next-gen ministries. And um, of course, Andrea couldn't be here with us today in this discussion, but but I know that me and her have, have shared conversations about how encouraging it's been and how grateful we are for a church that supports that. There are lots of churches. You guys know this. Y'all have Experienced other churches, worked at other churches, not saying anything about the churches you worked at specifically, but just in other churches, it is true. There are other churches that could care less whether or not they reach another generation as long as 
as the people who are, are adults in that church get what they want and do what they want. They don't put other people first. But, you know, I, I remember our student night that we had in July and um, invited our whole church out to. It was a group of senior adults who yeah. don't have kids in our student ministry, some of who don't even have grandchildren in our student ministry. But they showed up and played dumb games <laughs> and ate pizza and listen to the loud music and supported our students because they care about reaching another generation with the good news of Jesus. And to me, man, as a student pastor, there's nothing more encouraging than that, to know that this is a place, man. We, we believe in the next generation, and, and God is positioning us and using us to reach young people, and that's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It uh, is. It, it, it's, and you've already alluded to a few of those. Our senior adults. Are awesome. They're awesome. We see are, are phenomenal. They're the best. Because those same senior adults, and even some more, came to Jingle Jam. Yeah. Again, a situation that was not style uh, styled for them. No, right? It's, it's not an event not that an is event designed, designed for senior for adults. Uh, but, they're, but they're welcome to come. I and think they had fun. I, I, th- I hope so, right? I, I, if nothing else, I made a fool of myself. <laughs> so I, I think there, some of them may just come <laughs> to, to watch to me watch. make a fool of myself. Yeah. But you can do that most Sunday mornings too. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, but... You know, and and the senior adults are part of our our groups here mm-hmm. at, at HBC, and we have groups that meet on Sunday morning and groups that meet Thursday night or, or Wednesday night. We have groups for all ages, and uh, then our our men's ministry and women's ministry have groups that meet. And, uh, our senior adults take you know they they do fun things. We got to go with them to watch yeah. uh, White Christmas recently, and um, it's just it's refreshing to be around people of all different ages. Mm-hmm. And and I really love when we can get some of those groups together like the men's and women's ministry where you mix some of those ages or oh, man. a jingle jam or one of those look our men's breakfast can yeah. we just stop and, t- yeah. and talk about that for yeah. a second yeah. because they've been great like yeah. just yeah. men of all ages mm-hmm. coming meeting together over breakfast it's not like we, we haven't gotten like deep theological no. discussions but it's just been good yeah. to get to talk to them and get to know people better mm-hmm. I mean and we are still Baptists so we do eat whenever we possibly can schedule anything around a meal yeah yeah, yeah. And, that's and, a very Baptist thing about us you know and obviously none of us were able to go to the the women's night where they met this fall because yeah. we're not women but, but we have but, wives you and I but have, we all have wives that went, us, yeah and we all heard really great things from our wives yeah. about yeah. The, just these the spectrum the age spectrum that was mm-hmm. there and how everybody worshiped together and prayed together yeah. and like it's beautiful it's what the church is supposed to be and this this is not this is not my cheat sheet okay but um, <laughs> something we have talked about repeatedly through this year is what you see in moves of God when the spirit of God yeah. is together yeah. People unify. Yeah. And the struggles that so often you face in churches is, um, you know, the senior adults don't like the the young adults, and the young adults don't like the middle-aged uh, adults, and the, the middle-aged adults are mad about what the teenagers did, and the teenagers are raising hell or doing whatever they did, and, and people can't get along. But when you see the Spirit of God moving, what we have seen and spoken time and time again is when the Spirit of God moves, unity comes with it. And we have experienced a move of God's Spirit. And with that has come senior adults who love and are seeking to serve students and students who love and are seeking to serve adults and and just up and down all around men women we're, we're just working and moving in the same direction and uh that has been something that has been so encouraging and, and just wonderful in, in 2022 that i don't i don't know that i've ever experienced in the way that i've seen god do that this year and unifying yeah. our church has been wonderful yeah. and on a, on a smaller scale of that, I, I just want to like mention how great the rest of the church staff 
is too. Yeah. I think oh, that's yeah. worth <laughs> saying. Yeah. Like Steve, these are the, Steve ever these said, are the three I can't, lowest I can't ones. help you out. No. Like Steve is always there to help right. out. Yep. Right. Michelle, like Michelle does Michelle makes so much run. stuff. <laughs> Don't and, let her say anything else to you. Um, and just like has a heart for for she helps with kids ministry and has a heart for kids and just and and obviously Andrea, we love Andrea and just her enthusiasm and just her her heart for seeing kids come to know Jesus yeah. is just incredible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love you guys, but we just got to shout out to the rest of everybody. Yeah. This is not... the lowest of the. This is the. <laughs> yeah. This is the bottom yeah. tier yeah. of of our church well, staff. And, and and do we even have time to talk about Belinda and the food? Yeah, oh my Belinda, gosh! Uh, Once again, I mean, because yeah. <laughs> we are bad. I mean, but 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 that's part of it. Even the yep. Wednesday night meals. Yep. Yeah. Again, another time where multi generational, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and you see tables filled with people. What like what I love is I can step back in the fellowship hall and stand near our our deacons who we need to put a pin in that and come back and talk about them. But they're serving, and I'm able to kind of hang out with them and watch. I'm not having to engage different tables because they're all having conversation among themselves, different age groups, different. There's just true, genuine fellowship happening. And then when I pop into a table, then I'm able to just kind of Yep. Jump in and see how they're doing and, and right. move along. But you're not having to carry that load. I'm not right. And it's not even on any of us to have to no. start conversations or say, hey, meet this person. Like yeah. people yeah. are just welcoming and, yeah. and friendly yeah. and talking to one another. It's and almost like they want to be here. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. almost like they're happy and like something changed their lives and they're all loving <laughs> towards other people and forgiving <laughs> yeah. and kind. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And and, and and it helps when like We've seen visitors come and stick around, and that's oh. part of it, yeah. right? They 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 sense uh, this the family atmosphere. They sense that we genuinely care for one another, and there's there's a desire then to hey, I, I want to be around that more mm-hmm. often. Uh, and so Belinda uh, added into staff is yep. is and and man, the resolve, steadfastness, whatever you want to say that she has shown this year with the changes that occurred this year mm-hmm. that affected her. Yeah. Probably more than it affected any of us. And to be a supporter of this church and, and someone who loves this church the way that she has. Uh, and then and then Don with all that he does to unlock yeah. different facilities and, and fix things that we don't even know are broken sometimes. <laughs> and, uh, just, or that we broke and tried to pretend that we did it. <laughs> yeah. Just, but again, our, our, our team as a whole. Yeah. I mean... It, David, you mentioned earlier when when one's absent, it, it, it adds stress. But that's that's how any good team works, right? If somebody is missing for a time or not able to perform at the same level for a time, that load is carried by everybody else. Mm-hmm. But that's what a team does, yeah. uh, and and we've experienced that this year, yeah. uh, and it's it's been fun to to be part of, but. As you step back and reflect on the year, it's been fun to kind of watch yeah. as well. I just realized you guys have like agendas. We do, and then I don't. Well, we're we're we're, I, we're, we're bouncing around it, man. Sorry, you're no. just long for the ride. You're here. We're, we're we're tossing it around. <laughs> the deacons. I wanted to put a pin in that and come back to it uh, yeah. because when we're talking about groups, I'm biased, right? Because I'm here. But I dare say you you would have a hard time finding a better deacon body than the one we have been blessed with this yeah. year. And we've got some new people coming on next year that are going to just enhance that, right? Yeah. But the deacon body, you talked about Steve, who is also a deacon yeah. while on staff. 
Um, they're all that way. Not a one of them have ever, if you say, hey, we need this, or hey. They don't say no. Yeah. And even, even if it's we as a staff haven't thought far enough out to give them a proper heads up, if it's, hey, I know this is short notice, but, but we really need this to happen, they show up. Yeah. And they don't just show up and grumble through yeah. serving. They, again, serve joyfully and they yeah, yeah. uh they they minister to the people that they're involved with yeah i i was talking a, a couple months ago when we were uh our church was going through the process of electing new deacons and uh, something that sums up our deacons well is if you want to know if we're having a deacons meeting on a sunday morning here's how you can tell the back end of our parking lot and down child street which if you don't know is you know Basically, as far away as you can park in our our <laughs> right, at our church, right. it's always full when we have a deacons meeting because our deacons are park in the back kind of people. What do I mean by that? They are the type of people that say, "Hey, I'll leave the the good parking spots for somebody else. I'll leave the easy way for somebody else. I'll go out of my way to make your life better and to make you know this place better." I'll do the the little things and the hard things, and I'll I'll grill for our 127 yard sale cookout, mm-hmm. and I'll come help serve food uh, on Wednesday nights, and I'll I'll help move furniture, and I'll help put stuff up and take stuff down and build stuff for you. I'll do the things that that need to be done to make sure that that the name of Jesus can go out, that our community can be reached with the love of Jesus, that mm-hmm. that another generation can be served, that people can be discipled and follow Jesus uh, better. I'll do it, whatever it takes, and I don't need the glory, I don't need the attention, I don't, I don't need my name called, but I'll do whatever it takes to make sure that 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 the message and the mission of this church is accomplished, and that's so encouraging, and it's so wonderful, um, and it's it just it really uh, is another testament to the unity uh, of of this place and what God's doing here. Yeah. yeah, and to be clear, that's them coming an hour, hour and a half early when right. the parking lot's right. empty, and they could they have could take oh, yeah, they could all park, the best. They yeah, they could park the up spots. front. Yeah, yep. they could, yeah. uh, they could take the best spots yeah. and make it easy on them, and and uh, yeah, they're they're just that kind of guy. They're they're that kind of person. They're they're the the put others first uh, type of person. But yeah. our summer was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned some of that, and then Bo alluded to this earlier. Coming back into the fall, another a moment that kind of stood out to us uh, this year was we did what we've kind of made our our rhythm of doing here is uh, we launch our groups back in the fall and in January. We take breaks for Christmas and a short break over the summer, but um, we come back into that and we have a worship night. And we do that intentionally because one, it's something that. Our families get to kind of do together. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've never come on a Wednesday night, we're having one coming up on January the 11th. 11th. Yep. January the 11th. Hope you'll be there and come worship with us. So you come worship, and it's it's an easy way to kind of plug into the 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 culture of our church on Wednesday nights and what that's like. But coming back into the fall, before we launched our fall groups back after an incredible summer, uh, we had a worship night. Yeah. And um, that's something that's important in our church is worship. And obviously we've talked some about that, but that night was really a wonderful night in so many ways. And I know how I experienced it from behind the camera a little bit and kind of floating around the room some, but I think your experience, Bo, was probably uh, unique from from the front leading. Uh, tell, us, tell us about that worship night. What, what, what stood out to you about it? <laughs> Well, uh, it was. I would say for a Wednesday night, it was. It was very well attended. Yeah. Um, I think that sometimes it's it's easy when there's not a lot of people around you to be bashful about your singing, mm-hmm. and I did not feel that way. I felt like people again felt a sense of of, of freedom to raise their hands to sing loud. And those are biblical things to do, by the way. We are we are commanded 
to sing. Mm-hmm. We are told to lift our hands. Like yeah. these are not um, these are not things to be scared of. These are things that the Lord designed to complete that enjoyment mm-hmm. of Him in our time of worship, and uh, and He invites us in. To doing that, um, and so I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of we had a time of prayer, and just to see um, people, you know, just laying their hands on other mm-hmm. people and mm-hmm. praying over them, mm-hmm. man, that was uh, yeah, that was just such a such a, a beautiful moment. It was such a, a beautiful time, um, and again, it wasn't it wasn't like um, all of the all of the high school kids were over here praying for each other or all of the uh, senior adults were over here praying for each other it was it was a it was a multi-generational thing yeah that's um, something that stood out to me about that night was that we did we took a moment uh, where you know the team had led us in worship and then we took a moment to, to stop and pray and I remember looking around the room um, and seeing not just families huddled together praying for each other not just friend groups but seeing a, an adult man in our church go and find a young couple and pray for them and watching members of our team praying for students and watching students praying with adults and and seeing how um, people responded in in such an amazing way and what what you see a lot of times is people are are insecure at times about their level of of musical skill. Um, it's not always that you know. Not everybody's like me that is loud all the time. So I sing loud, I talk loud. It's what I do. Okay, if you've ever been in our church, you probably heard me sing from across the room. It is what it is. It happens. Um, but people are not always. Uh, as comfortable doing that. People aren't always comfortable praying with somebody that maybe they know, but they're not really close to. Yeah. But what you saw in that moment was really what I think was the Holy Spirit breaking down those walls and people responding in such a genuine yeah. way. Again, we've used the word unity, mm-hmm. and there was there was a the Spirit was unifying people that mm-hmm. night, and and uh, and and I, I, we said the word family earlier. That we are becoming uh, a, a, a family, and not mm-hmm. not a family that's closed off, right? Because you can be that kind of family. You can yeah. be really tight knit, so tight mm-hmm. that you close yourself off to everybody else. Yeah. No. This is a family that loves each other, but is here with open arms. Yeah, and uh, growing and yeah. active. Yeah, hundred percent. And and part of that then I think spills out into again some more of these service uh, service focused things we've done throughout the year and and uh, Overcomers League in September. Uh, something we've done before as a church, but in my time here uh, since 2019, it was something that it always required our volunteers and then some other group would come partner with us for that day mm-hmm. to have enough volunteers for the players to have uh, people there. And then this year to show up and have more than enough volunteers yeah. to the point we had people who could sit in the bleachers with parents and cheer. Mm-hmm. And we had groups of students, three of them assigned to one player, mm-hmm. uh, and and just I, I stood that day and didn't I, I wasn't assigned a player. Mm-hmm. I just stood to the side and cheered for everybody and and was able to just interact. Like we had so many people, and again, it was all ages. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that we just had one demographic from the church. There were people from every different uh, generation within our church out there serving yeah. together. Yeah, just with that one event, I know we had over 40 signups, mm-hmm. um, which I think we asked, you know, hey, they would like for us to have about 40. There were 50 plus, closer yeah. 60 or more people from our church who, you know, 
Overcomers League is such a beautiful thing. If you've never experienced it, we're going to go again September sometime. You want to mark your calendar to make sure you're there. But Overcomers League is such a beautiful thing because it is an opportunity to just show up and show kindness and love and respect and honor to some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet. I mean, truly, just some of those wonderful people you can ever meet. And um, our church, they did that. They embraced that. They all woke up on on Saturday Mm -hmm. and got themselves over to the park. Which is not always easy to do. You know, people like Bo with kids, getting your kids up early on a Saturday morning is a struggle at times, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so our families embrace that. Our senior adults yeah. embrace that. Um, our students, teenagers don't like waking up. I can tell you that on sa- on Saturday morning, they don't want to get up early. And we had a bunch of students show up to help and serve um, at Overcomers League. And, and it was really a moment for me that was like, wow, um, I was blown away. We, we've been, you know, as a staff and our leadership team has been given this vision to, to serve our city, that Harrodsburg is our heart. That's something we say. And I believe that that was the heart of our church. But Overcomers League and into the fall, that was that was kind of a moment where I was like, oh, Harrodsburg like, is we, in our heart. We, we can say that. Harrodsburg is our heart. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. No, they 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 proved themselves. Yeah. Let's say yeah. that. And yeah. this is like one part praise God, one part thank you, I think yeah. is what we're, yeah. what yeah. we're trying to yeah. do yeah. here. Yeah. And, um, man, you guys showed up. I mean, the church, yeah. they showed up. Yeah. And uh, it's, 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 it's just so cool. It's just so cool to watch people serve people in such a wonderful way. I don't know like, if this is an insensitive or scary way to say this, but numbers-wise, I think this is the smallest this church has been in a, in a really long time. Yeah. But be fair. numbers-wise, the most volunteers we've seen at things, at least in my time <laughs> yeah. here, which— yeah. Is skewed because of COVID. But from what I hear from other people, other people who have been here a lot longer are encouraged because so many people are coming and saying, I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. I want to help yeah. with this. Tell me what I can do. Yeah. And it's not to uh, get a pat on the back or get any glory for themselves, but they just want to help people. People just want to serve. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you sense that. And of course, my dad was a pastor for 40 years. I grew up in church ministry. Um, I've served vocationally in churches. I'm 25. So for five, six, seven, so I think six of the seven adult years of my life, uh, there was a gap for like nine months. So I've been around church. I'm going to say that because I'm an expert, but I've been around church. And what you really learn is that churches that are growing and churches that are fulfilling the mission that God has for them are places where people are bought into that vision. And for me, Overcomers League was a huge check. And it was like, a okay, God, you're doing this. You're doing this because it's not just something that I think is what our church should do or what Jonathan and Bo think our church should do or, uh, you know, our, our deacons are like, I, we think our church should do this. This is something that our church is like, oh, this is what we're doing. We're going to just step out and serve our city. And 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 um, Overcomers League was a moment like that for me. Of course, our calendar didn't stop at Overcomers League. No. And uh, just when you think God is opening doors, just when you think God is moving, just when you think you're like, man, could God do any more? <laughs> God blows everything out of the water and does even more. And of course, Jonathan has alluded to it. You know, we've uh, made a commitment and, and partnered with multiple community organizations and continue to do that because of our investment in our city and our love for this place, for Harrodsburg. Um, and with that came some amazing opportunities for us uh, coming out of September and into October. God opened some doors, Jonathan. Yeah, Oktoberfest, which Harrodsburg has had for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always around the first or second weekend of October. This year it was the last day of September and the first two days of October. But I can honestly say in my time of living here since 2019, I'd, 
I had never even gone to it, mm-hmm. much much less been involved with it, but mm-hmm. I had never attended it. Um, but through our, our involvement with Harrodsburg First, which is the organization that puts Oktoberfest on, yeah, we were, we were way more involved this year. And, and again, God opened a door for a partnership between us and Kafka to provide the Kinderland or the kids play area. Starting on Friday night of Oktoberfest, we had that on our rooftop. So similar to what we did for Adam Fest, but kind of on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, man, the next two days, Saturday and then Sunday afternoon, all down on Child Street. I forgot how many inflatables. I think it was 13 or 14. Um, but our people, again, showed up as volunteers to man those inflatables mm-hmm. for multiple hours, like yep. yeah. three-hour shifts, right? Yep. And that wasn't, again, specific to any age group. Oh, no. We had older women and older men and younger people. Like, we had the cross-section of our church yeah. on Child Street. Uh, and it was, again, fun to watch our people serve. And some people would say, what's the big deal? They're standing there manning an inflatable. That's, that's true. But families are able to bring their children down and it was free mm-hmm. i mean oh people how, how commented many, on that how, like, many, how, how many times like, can how you much, find how much does this cost yeah oh this is free of charge yeah what free yeah. of charge yeah <laughs> uh and to, so to be able to provide that for free uh through through generous donations through our church mm-hmm. to, to sponsor that um and so that partnership uh, was was just awesome to see and, and the number of families who who participated and, and mm-hmm. used our services that uh, weekend was great. And I, I think we we have to talk about it at Oktoberfest, too, the weather. Because oh, yeah. the pattern Perfect. of weather in the history of Oktoberfest, and this has been confirmed for me by several members of Harrodsburg First, that there's always a rain-out day. And typically it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. So typically they have Friday and Saturday, everything's fine, and then Sunday is a wash. Yeah, uh, And they kind of plan going in, hey, we don't know. Because you have an outdoor event, man. If it if it rains all day, yeah, your outdoor events kind of kind of done, right? Right now. <laughs> uh, but this year, man, the oh, weather shoot. the weather Friday night was great. The weather Saturday great, and Sunday perfect. It was it was it was a great weather day. Uh, and we had been praying for that as a staff because of our involvement this year. We thought, how cool would it be if God decided that the year that that we get to be involved so much that he, he were to give us great weather. Uh, and and obviously, the, the involvement we had that was way different was to be able to move our worship service from in our building yep. out onto one of the two stages for by, the, the first ever... By invitation. By invitation. Yeah, we, the, yeah, we didn't just walk out there and take our stuff. <laughs> yeah, for, for the first... <laughs> it wasn't a hostile takeover. We were invited. Yeah, but for the first ever worship service uh, at Oktoberfest. And Bo, Bo can talk about this because it's his thing, but just saying... Most Oktoberfests don't have worship services. Right. Just, yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge Oktoberfest guy, but I do know that most of them don't don't uh, have worship services. And obviously, we're thankful for the the leadership through Harrisburg First that opened that door for us. We're grateful for that. Um, we're thankful that that God, in, in, you know, moved in their hearts that they would invite us to that. But I, I think it just speaks to the feeling that I think I alluded to really early that God. God's doing something here. He is doing something, and, and and something else that you said earlier that hey, when you when God gives you something small and you're faithful in that, well then He gives you something a little yeah. bigger, and we we've seen that happen all throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically with things on Main Street, where I think our church was faithful and showed itself to be trustworthy with the little, and then was handed more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so God opened that door, and and we were able to go out there and 
worship the God who saves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, worship the hope that we've been talking about all year. Yeah. Out there, mm-hmm. outside, where, while people were setting up their, their food trucks yeah. and, and while people were showing up for the other events that day. And we had people, um, you know, we, we had visitors that day, people who had come mm-hmm. to Oktoberfest or people who were invited to come to the outdoor worship service. And people that, people that, 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 that I've been praying for, that you've been praying for, that you've been like, that, that showed up yeah. to this because it was outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they heard the hope of, of Jesus yeah. through, through the reading of God's word, through the message that God laid on your heart to, to preach out of Psalm 23, mm-hmm. um, through, through the songs that were sung. And we got to sing and proclaim this, this prayer. Yeah. Over, mm-hmm. <laughs> over from from the top of the hill, over yeah, yeah. like shout it from the rooftops almost yeah, yeah. over the city. Yeah, and this was another time when man Satan was just like doesn't want this to happen. Yeah, but we went out there and we sang God of Revival. Yeah, and the blessing. Yeah, over this place. Yeah, that you God of Revival, man. There's a moment where I can remember uh, our our church is gathered there in the street of our city and. Um, you know, of course, the lyrics of the song are "Come awaken this city, yeah. Come awaken your people. Come awaken this city. God of revival, pour it out." And here we are in a, a worshipful prayer that God would revive our city, standing in the streets. Yeah. And I mean, it's just it's a mo- a moment where if God was not on our side, that would not happen. And then you take it a step further and say, if I were if it was just us three stooges up here trying to make stuff happen, trying to force it, trying to push it, it's like, oh, God's gonna do this whether you like it or not. It wouldn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. But but together God has drawn a, a a community that we call HBC and he's unified us with his spirit and given us the hope of his his resurrection. And now we're just we're just following the the path that he's laid out for us. Mm-hmm. We're just walking in response and like when we do that God has opened these incredible doors where we get to stand in the city on the streets and sing God of revival pour it out. Pour your blessings out on this place that we call home. And that's been amazing. And, and see that's that's the, that's the problem with so many churches is that they want to stay still mm. and God has this path for us to walk right mm. you just said it he has this path mm-hmm. for us to go down and and there's doors along the path that he's opening yep. he's like hey come into this next room come into this next part but so many people want to just stay where they are yeah. and and they're missing that blessing of walking into those into those promises into those into, into that adventure of mm. faith Again, praise God, he has moved in the heart of the people of HBC to start taking those steps forward yep. and to see where he might take us next. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, been really exciting. It's been awesome. So exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So exciting. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and even even when we watch that some of our people sincerely have stepped way beyond the bounds of their comfort zone to, yeah. do, to do some of these things we've talked about, yeah. to, to support our involvement in some of these things. They have faithfully said, you know what? And, and they've been honest and said, hey, this is a little uncomfortable for me, but I trust God is leading in this direction, and so I'm, I'm, I'm going to support. Yeah. Uh, and they've they've shown up and they've participated and they've uh, been faithful to what God has called us to. Through that, like like we've said, we've seen Him open more and more things. And so you, you take the first worship service from Oktoberfest, and then you you carry that all the way to the kind of the end of the year, and you have Christmas on Main. And the idea is hatched not not from me, a pastor who sits 
on the board of Harrisburg First, but from members of Harrisburg First, hey, is there something we could do to have the churches on Main Street involved with Christmas on Main? And, and would you pray before we light the Christmas tree yeah. for the city? And then to, to be able to partner with two other pastors here of congregations on Main Street to read straight up, because I put the script together just because it was my assignment. I literally took Matthew, Luke, and John and, and smushed them together for the Christmas narrative. Mm. And we were able to read that, and they wanted it done at a time that the most families would be gathered into the park there on Main mm. to see the tree lit and before the choir from the intermediate school was going to sing. When do you get asked to do that, right? Yeah. Like... Uh, and so it, it's just amazing to see all the different ways God is is has worked and is continuing to work just in and around us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, gotta, I gotta go back to Oktoberfest for a second. I feel yeah. like I held in a sneeze. Come like, on, yeah. just get it out. I had gotten COVID in September. Hadn't yeah. had it all this yeah. whole time. Yeah. And mid September, I got COVID. I got over it in time for Oktoberfest. Except I was good for like a day, and we had a senior adult uh, luncheon that yeah. day. Yeah. We're outside. Which is a great, also, which is a great, also, also great, great time. Food. Also, great time. Senior adults always. Great food from Belinda again. Yeah. Uh, Senior adult events are where it's at. Side note. Um, yes. Got to lead some songs there, mm -hmm. lead mm -hmm. some worship that day. Felt totally fine. That night, I st my throat started feeling sore. Next day, but the next day I had laryngitis. And this was like the week before Oktoberfest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So coming into Oktoberfest, I still had, I could sing a little bit, but I didn't think I was going to be able to make it through. So, I mean, I was literally praying, Lord, I, I have no, there's no strength here mm -hmm. to do this. you got to do this thing. So, I had that going on. We had, um, again, our, our drummer, he had to work. Yeah. I prayed for him to get off. It didn't work that time. I was able to get in touch with a, a friend of mine from a long time ago in Nashville, and he came up and played drums. And, I mean, he showed up Saturday, Saturday. To play and, on Sunday. And to play on Sunday. And yep. we practiced for an hour or something on Saturday, and he was ready to go. I mean, he listened to all the songs beforehand, and um, but God allowed him to be. It was like the, his one free day in like the whole month. Yeah. And he was able to come uh, and be here and be a part of that. And um, not only was that good for us and a blessing to us, but I think we were able to be a blessing to him and minister to him in a time of transition in his life, which I didn't even know about when I called him. But like, there's these little things. That we don't oh, have time to talk about yeah. all the little things. <laughs> but yeah. but I'm, I, again, this is a snapshot of all the little things, I think. We, we had um, that, that morning, that Sunday morning, there were supposed to be two audio guys. There's two guys on that crew, yeah. and and one of them runs the front of house sound, which is what everybody hears out front, and one of them is the guy who runs the monitor mix on the stage. Mm -hmm. So the monitor mix guy just didn't show up. Mm. He's supposed to be there to help set up everything, do sound check and all that. He never showed up. So the front of house guy was really frustrated, yeah. and we were able to take time to minister to him. Yeah. And he was there and got to hear all of the all of the prayers and all of the scripture, yeah. like all of these little things where it's like Satan was trying to beat us down. Yeah. And God's like, no, I raised the dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm raising this up. This is happening. And we just trust him and he makes a way. He makes it happen.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. God has been so, so good <laughs> yeah. in, in 2022. And I, I, I feel confident that, you know, we don't have time. It's not over. Well, I know. It's, I know. When it's he, wrapping up when, now. When, but, he, when no, he was I mean, talking about we, how we don't have time, like it made me think instantly the way, and you and I talked about this earlier today, the way John closes his gospel, mm-hmm. right? The end of John's gospel, John 21, uh, verse 25 he says, and there are also many other things that Jesus did, which, if they were written one by one, I suppose not even the world itself could contain the yeah. books that would be written. Not I pages, couldn't. the books that would be written. Yeah. And obviously John's speaking directly to what Jesus himself did while while in the, in the flesh on earth. But what we've seen God do, the same thing. And, and we hope for you as we've kind of gone through this year-end review, like, it's not just so we can look and say, "Oh, look what a great year we had! Didn't we do great?" It's it's to to encourage you. Hey, reflect on this year yeah. as you come to the end of this of this year and think about all the things God has done in your life individually, in the life of our church, um, and and thank Him for that. Praise yeah. Him for that because write those things down. Yeah, yeah. write them down. I mean, Put them on your fridge. And, and yeah. if you look and at if, it every day and say, "Look, yeah, look what God did this year. What could He do in 2023?" Yeah. Yeah. And if you're watching it on Facebook. Man, fill, fill up the comment section yeah. with, "Hey, I, you guys didn't mention this, but I love this," or "You guys did mention this, but but this was what stood out to me." Um, because we don't have time to talk yeah. about and all even, the little things. Even in your personal life, you know, the message message of hope that God has has put into our church was birthed through something very personal for me. Yeah. And I know that for many of you, there are people in our church have been attacked this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not just been us corporately. You've walked through some hard things. Our church people have struggled with some things. And I want you to reflect, too, what's God done in your life? What's God, you know, communally done with us? But but individually, God has done some amazing, amazing things. And, you know, you think about... Um, just you know, we've seen souls saved, and we've seen nine yeah. people yeah. Uh, follow the Lord in, in baptism, and, and yeah. say, "Hey, I want to make a public declaration uh, of my faith in Jesus." We've uh, watched. We, we estimated over two hundred people through our church have served our city. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Uh, we we looked earlier in that that uh, f- over fifty thousand dollars has been given not not to make the church run, not to keep the lights on, not to pay people, but to go and reach people in Harrodsburg and reach people in our state and around the world with the good news of Jesus. Um, and and then we said that that 200 people, over 200 people have been in a small group setting in our church this year. So, you know, we believe in community and discipleship. So 200 plus, estimating 200 plus, we know over that, uh, have been in a, a discipleship setting and an opportunity to not just follow Jesus, but to Said, hey, I want to learn how to follow Jesus. I want to, I want to do that better. Mm-hmm. So you look at those things and you start to realize, wow, God has been amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Bo, you said it earlier, it's not done. No. 2022 is coming to an end, but you know we're we're no, starting to, to look and go. God's not done. No, He's not done. We don't we don't just stop here. Yeah. And say, oh well, this was a great year. We can just talk about <laughs> close this it real. down, wrap it up. That was a good one. We'll end on a high note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the end of a movie. That's a wrap, you know. Yeah. Well, no, he's not done. And and what's really amazing 
and and you're gonna hear more about this on Sunday. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> come come on Sunday, join us online. It's New Year's Day. No better place you can start your New Year than than worshiping in God's house. But but what what we really believe God is is speaking to us and speaking to our church is this is just the beginning. Yeah. God is just getting it, started. It feels that way. And and you know God has shown that to us. You know you think about how I felt coming out of uh, Overcomers League, and God was like, Hey, you think that's cool? Watch Oktoberfest. <laughs> you think you think that's cool? Watch me open more doors. You think that's cool? Watch me do the impossible time and time and time again. Yeah. And and God, He's been faithful. He's been so so good. And it's so good. it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Yeah. yeah.